Welcome to Your Bestetician Podcast, featuring Cersei Kelly, your bestie and esthetician rolled into one. Listen as Cersei reveals insider information from over 20 years in the med spa industry, along with practical advice as a mom and wife riding the roller coaster of life. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Your Bestetician podcast with myself, Cersei Kelly, your bestie and your esthetician, all rolled into one. Today, we're going to take a dive into melasma. What causes it? How to identify melasma? How to treat different types of melasma? And also how to prevent that melasma from coming back. Melasma is a topic that many of you have requested for me to talk about. And so that is why we are digging into that today. And also fall is and winter are a great time to start treating your melasma because a lot of the treatments that we do on patients with melasma, you need to stay out of the sun. And in the fall and winter, we are more out of the sun. So we're going to get started. And first... I just want to go over exactly what melasma is. So melasma, M-E-L-A-S-M-A, is a pretty common skin condition, and you can identify it by this development of brown or kind of grayish brown patches on the face. And in particular, you'll notice these patches on areas that are exposed to the sun. Melasma is usually always going to be symmetrical on both sides of the face. So you get this kind of butterfly pattern on the cheeks, right under the eyes, or on the forehead. It's going to be a symmetrical pattern to both sides of the face. A lot of times you'll see melasma appear on the upper lip. Again, these are the common places, but melasma really can appear on any part of the body. And so that's how you identify melasma and differentiate it between sun damage and melasma. Sun damage can just be little spots that appear randomly all over your face. And melasma is going to be bigger patches, symmetrical to both sides of the face. Melasma is more common in women than men. And that's because many times melasma is caused by hormonal changes like pregnancy, Um, even if you have not had a baby, birth control pills can sometimes exacerbate melasma or hormone replacement therapy. If you are predisposed to melasma, then many hormonal factors and sun can exacerbate it and make it worse. However, if you're not predisposed to melasma um, genetically, then you can do some of the same things that could worsen melasma, but it won't appear on you because you're not genetically predisposed to it. Heat is something that makes melasma worse as well. So I've always had clients and patients that'll come in who say, I've got this, these brown patches on my face, but I'm so diligent to stay out of the sun. I'm so diligent with sunscreen. And so then I asked the question, well, Do you like to go in saunas or do you participate in hot yoga? 
And if they say yes, then I'm like, all right, well, then it's melasma because melasma is made worse by heat. And so you, you want to know if something, if you have melasma versus sun damage, because a lot of the treatments that we do in our office to treat sun damage use heat. Well, if you're using heat on melasma, then it's just going to make it worse. So we really want to try to identify if those brown spots are melasma versus sun damage. Now, chances are, if you're listening to this, then you already know what melasma is, but I wanted to go over it first. But what you might not know is that melasma, while primarily a pigmentation disorder, is also associated with inflammation. And those melanocytes, your pigment-producing cells, go in overdrive and become inflamed and become and so it's associated with inflammation. Oil is a byproduct of inflammation. And so I always like to tell my melasma patients, even if you don't think you're oily, we need to treat your skin as if it were oily. Because if you think of melasma and where it appears, forehead, cheeks, chin, upper lip, those are the areas that are typically oil, oily also. So Things like Zio's, um, Zio Skincare's oil control pads, those are a great thing to use on melasma. Rosatrol is a great thing to use on melasma because Rosatrol, even though it's primarily indicated for rosacea, it is an anti-inflammatory. And so using that on melasma can possibly, not all the time, but help to make it better. So sun exposure. Other external factors, heat can aggravate melasma and lead to this degree of inflammation in your affected skin. So inflammation can worsen the appearance of melasma or make it more persistent. And that's why we have to get that inflammation under control. And that is why we have to protect your skin from the sun. Sun causes inflammation. So we want to take steps to manage any inflammation as part of treatment for melasma and also for prevention. So now we're going to talk about products. And this products are what are going to help you manage your melasma. So say you come in and we come up with a treatment plan for your melasma, and that is consist of chemical peels or microneedling for that melasma. By the way, chemical peels are the best thing, in my opinion, in office for melasma because these peels can treat all skin types, particularly the VI peel. And many times melasma, melasma appears in darker skin types. So that's why it's good for that. Also, microneedling is good because we can really target those deeper layers of skin where sometimes the melasma is, and we can put topical solutions on your skin that help that the needles drive down into your skin and help lighten those dark spots of melasma. But once we've got that under control, you've come into the office, we've come up with a treatment plan, and we have managed to eradicate or almost get rid of 
your melasma, it still is going to be important to keep tackling it. It doesn't mean it's gone. Once you open that Pandora's box of melasma, if you're predisposed to it, then it is going to have a tendency to come back with a vengeance more so than it did before it got ignited. So you always want to be using the appropriate products to keep that melasma under control. Now, depending on where that melasma lies in your skin is going to determine what products we use. So there's something called the skin stretch test that Dr. Zen Obaji came up with. And what you do is you stretch that pigmented melasma or dark spot on your skin. And if it tends to lighten when you stretch it, then that means the melasma is located towards the surface of the skin. If when you stretch that spot of melasma, if it does not appear to lighten, then that means your melasma is located deeper in the skin. And so we need to use the appropriate products that target deeper layers of the skin. We have a few retinols that we carry at Auburn Metastetics and each of them are or have molecules that are different sizes depending on what product it is. So if you've got an, a retinol that has a smaller molecular size, then those molecules of retinol are going to go deeper into your skin as opposed to something like a radical night repair. It's a, a, a retinol that actually sits closer to the surface of your skin. You want to be using retinol on any type of melasma, but you need to figure out where that melasma is in order to choose the best retinol for your melasma. So what that retinol is going to do is it's going to push those uh, damaged skin cells to the surface of your skin and really speed up your cell turnover process, which slow down, slows down as we age. Those melanocytes collect unevenly and we really want to get them to the surface of the skin, speed up that cell turnover process. Now, along with retinol, speeding up your cell turnover process, you want to pair it with a brightener. Again, where the melasma lies is going to depend on what type of brightener you're going to use. Bright Alive is a ZO skincare product that we love, but it is a little less harsh than something like hydroquinone, which is going to go deeper into your skin, which is really going to bleach out those melanocytes. And then there's something called tranexamic acid or TXA, you might've heard. And TXA, which was originally developed in anesthesia, TXA actually inhibits those melanocytes from making more pigment as opposed to hydroquinone, which lightens the skin. So you want to use a combination of something that, that is going to inhibit melanin production like TXA paired with something like hydroquinone that's going to help to lighten the dark spots. They are a combination. They go together. You need to use both of them along with the appropriate retinol according to the depth of your melasma. So that is what I have about melasma. I hope it was super informative. If you have any other questions about melasma, feel free to reach out to me, Cersei at AuburnMedAesthetics.com. Follow our Instagram at AuburnMedAesthetics. And if there's a topic that you want me to cover, reach out, let me know, and we'll take a dive into it.
I hope y'all have a great day. I look forward to talking to you again on Your Best Attention podcast. You've been listening to the Your Best Attention podcast featuring Cersei Kelly, licensed master esthetician. Be sure to follow her Instagram, Auburn Metastetics, for more med spa tips and trends. 